Andre Dawson, Hall of Famer from the Chicago Cubs, and you're listening to the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast featuring everybody's favorite coach, Coach Manaman. Follow him on Twitter at Coach Manaman. Welcome back to the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast. As always, this is everybody's favorite coach, Coach Manaman, and in this weekly episode, we are going to be re recapping all the previous weeks before us and looking forward to the week of June 12th through June 17th. As always, this episode would not be possible if it wasn't for our great sponsors and the great sponsors of the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast. Dugout Sports in Fairfax, Iowa train where the pros in Iowa train. Two great insurance companies stepping up to the plate this year in the New Eagle Insurance Group and also Nolan Weber Insurance. Need some landscaping done? Look, look no further than Tyler Ernson from Genuine Landscape and Design. And lastly, Foley Distributing, helping out this year as well. Just a layout of today's episode, we are going to do some show announcements and some weekly shout-outs. We're going to take a look at the records from the teams overall in conference records. We're going to see what Elisa's picks are for the genuine landscape and design games of the week. And just like last week, we're going to end with a fun game where we are going to play some area leaders trivia this week, we're going to focus on the area pitching leaders. Play along at home. Let us know in the comments who you think are some of the league leaders in wins, strikeouts, ERA, lowest batting averages, and saves before you listen to this episode and let us know how you did. Elise is checking in here now, and we're going to take a look at some of those shout-outs for the last couple weeks. We like to kick off the show with some weekly shout outs. There was a great article in the Telegraph Herald by Jim Leitner about Paul Sherman and the dedication of beautiful Farley Ballpark named in his honor. It was great to see so many people there. It was great to hear about how Paul picked up some garbage on the way up to speak. Knowing Paul, that's uh, one of his things, is taking great care of that field. He talked about in the article how it was great therapy. Such a great honor for such a great guy. There has been some great baseball going on in Farley. And I know my bracket has been busted. I know Elisa's bracket has been busted because she has pretty much picked the same games that I picked, except we did have some different winners. I don't know if it's a curse of the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast, but two of the three teams I have picked for semi-pro tournament pick'em have been eliminated in the first round. And the Zwingle Suns, whose Twitter account never works when I try to get a hold of them for a season preview, miraculously works after they knock out the Dubuque Packers, who I picked to win that tournament. Elise, how's your bracket going? I know yours is kind of busted, but is your team that you picked to win it, are they still around? Well, actually, um, I am very happy Zwingles doing so well in the tournament. I love like surprises like that, but both my um, championship game picks are still in it. I had Farley and Key West in the championship with Key West winning the whole thing. So, so far, so good. 
I, I think Gary Rudin sent me a message saying that he agreed with you because you still had Key West. I didn't have them there. And, you know, it's hard to pick these semi-pro um, tournaments because they the rosters change from game to game to tournament to tournament. And Zawingle, I believe, is currently 9-1. and one, And Wallert's sophomore catcher the other day, Carter Brandt, plays for them. And he said, you got to stop picking against us. We're 9-1. and one. And, you know, it was a pleasant welcome to um, umpiring the game that he was catching for his Wallert team. He did a great job. But, Elise, you were out in Beckman last, uh, last week out at Jink Field. And we know that there was a special event that went on with senior out there and a family that just was in need of some assistance. I believe they have a son who's um, going through some some uh, health issues. Can you fill us in on that? How was the turnout? How was the event? I heard they had raised a lot of money, but I'm not exactly sure how much. What can you tell us about that? So the event turned out really well. The JV game did end early due to rain, which got everybody a little bit nervous about what was going to happen later on. But the rain cleared up and the varsity game still happened. It was wonderful to see such a great crowd out there. Both Senior and Beckman fans were all into the evening. They had, uh, you know, fundraising cotton candy, different um, fundraising activities. The halls got to throw out the first pitch. And it was just a good night altogether. They did raise over $3,000 thanks to some area businesses and Beckman coming out with a um, run rule of 11 to 1. So that helped bring in 12 runs total and these companies giving money per run. So that turned out really well. The whole evening was good. And it was nice to see everybody come out for something like the article said, bigger than baseball. So. And Elise, I do believe you did pick Beckman to win over Senior in our Genuine Landscape and Design Game of the Week, correct? I did. Now we're going to take a look at some of the records and conference records for the six area teams that were covered in our preseason preview. If you did not have a chance to listen to that, go back and check it out in our catalog. It is currently our most downloaded episode ever in the history of the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast, reaching over 900 downloads. Thank you to everybody that has downloaded and listened to that. The Hempstead Mustangs, currently 9-10 and 10 overall, and they are 7-9 and nine in the Valley side of the MVC Conference. The Wallert Catholic Golden Eagles had a great week. They're going to be talked about a little later here. They are going to be featured in the Genuine Landscape and Design Game of the Week. On Friday, they have a doubleheader at Petrakis Park with the Western Dubuque Bobcats. They are 13-8 overall, 9-5 in the conference, which puts them in second behind Cedar Rapids Prairie. Huge, huge showdown this week. Out at beautiful American Legion Ballpark in Cascade, Iowa, sixth ranked in 2A. Beckman is 11-6 overall, but they are 7-1 in the conference, putting them at the top of the conference with Beckman heading into their showdown this week. Speaking of Cascade, they will be playing Beckman. They are currently ranked 7th in 2A and 7-1. 
overall currently tied for second in their conference. And huge showdown against Beckman, which we've talked about earlier. We're going to be talking about it a little later, as that is one of our featured genuine landscape and design game of the week. Western Dubuque Bobcats, they are 18-4 and overall, ranked first in 3A and 14-2 and in the conference. And they are leading the conference on their side of the division over Cedar Rapids Kennedy. The senior Rams had a rough week last week. They did end with a victory over Clinton. They are currently 4-14 and 1-13 and and in the conference. They are currently at the bottom. Now we're going to get into those genuine landscape and design games of the week. Stick around for more great content, but first a word from one of our amazing sponsors. Nolan Weber Insurance through American Family Insurance is a proud sponsor of the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast. Contact Nolan or a member of his crew at 563-258-5467 to request a quote. You can also find this highly reviewed agent on Facebook by searching Nolan Weber Insurance. Let's get in to the genuine landscape and design games of the week here. And don't forget, we run these polls on Instagram. Give us a follow, Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast. Same name also on Facebook and then also on Coach Twitter. You can give the podcast a follow as well. We have a lot of them this week. First one, and it's a difficult one to pick because Hempstead, Later in the week has their genuine landscape and design games of the week, their home-and-home series against Senior and Cascade. And one of the greatest rivalries around will play Beckman later in the week. So we have some non-conference fun on Monday at Dick Corfield. It is a single varsity game, and it is Cascade against the Hempstead Mustangs. Elise, who are you going with and why? I just have a gut feeling on Hempstead. There's really um, no exact reason. I know Hempstead's just been doing well. Not that Cascade hasn't. Cascade's had a great season as well. But this is just a gut feeling altogether on picking Hempstead. Tough one to pick because Mm -hmm. Cascade, huge rivalry game against Beckman. And also, they're playing for the conference lead in that game later in the week as well. So you don't know who they're going to throw, which you could throw somebody that surprises everybody and they have the start of their lifetime. Or you could start somebody, maybe it's their first big start and just the moment is just too big for where they're at. I'll be curious to see how that turns out. Another genuine landscape and design game of the week is Hempstead and Senior will play their home and home series on Thursday and Friday this week. Thursday, it will be at Hempstead and Friday, it will be at Senior. Elise, I'm gonna give you a couple choices on this one. Do you think the Hempstead Mustangs will sweep the Senior Rams? Or do you think the senior Rams will sweep the Hempstead Mustangs? Do you think they will split 
Or do you think both games will end in ties due to the fact that neither team has lights? That's what I'm going to predict. I don't predict <laughs> these high school games because I could very well be called to ump some of them at the very last minute. But I'm going to pick both games are going to end in ties due to no lights. Who are you <laughs> picking? What are you going with and why? What's your gut telling you on this one? I'm going to go with Hempstead again. Um, I just think that they are going to sweep this this series with senior. Um, I love the senior guys again. Love the support that they had last week. I just really think this Hempstead team's got something going on, and they're going to um, have a great week in baseball. Do you have something against the senior Rams? Because no. you have picked against them every single time they've been up for the game of the week. <laughs> No, I have nothing. I don't have anything against them. I'm really, I'm really going by gut feeling. Um, I, I have a couple uh, friends' kids on Hempstead, and so I do just hear a lot more about Hempstead. I have nothing against senior. I just have a feeling about Hempstead this week. And I am going to say that you have been very well in your high school picks. I believe you've only gotten one game wrong all year, and that was when senior beat. The Wallert Catholic Golden Eagles. Something to look out for in that game. Justin Potts is swinging it well. Jace Rundy is also throwing it well for the Mustangs. And then you got Kurt Saunders Jr. behind the plate, who is one of the area leaders in home runs. And we talked about that last week. We played some trivia with the offensive leaders in the air. If you haven't given that episode a listen, it's still relevant today. It was a great episode. Go back and give it a listen. Elise, we're out in your neck of the woods. Not Cascade, but Beckman. I would say one of the greatest rivalries in all of Iowa sports, and it will take place Thursday at beautiful American Legion Ballpark in Cascade, Iowa. Cascade will play Beckman with the conference lead on the line. Elise, before you make your picks, you live out in the Dyersville area. What's the buzz like around the community during this week? Is, is there a lot of talk? Will people talk about this? I know in small towns, a lot of times the high school and the area sports, the town revolves around those. I don't know if it's still like that. Is there some buzz in the area or is it just going to be an ordinary week for everybody in, in Beckman, in, in Dyersville, Iowa? I don't think any Cascade Beckman sporting event will ever be a regular game, no matter what sport it is. But when it comes to baseball, it, it's a whole different ball game um, when that when that night swings around. Sorry. Um, but I do know that the the town is excited. It's always exciting when it gets to that game of the week um, when we're going to play Cascade. Doesn't matter if it's home or away. You'll definitely see a crowd. People like to travel for that. They mark it on their calendar. So it's it's a really exciting, and I know it's both ways. Like I definitely think the rivalry isn't as deep um, post game as it used to be. Like outside of the game, if that makes sense. Um, I think like people are more. There's more friendships outside the the field. But when it comes to on the field, it's definitely the, the most exciting game of the season. I think you're right about that. And we, we've seen that with Hempstead and Wallert. That's the big rivalry in this area. 
Uh, we used to sharpen our spikes before the game, so when we took out the second baseman in a double play, they they would remember it and they would feel it. But now everybody plays travel together, whether it's spring ball or fall baseball, or they work out together. So you don't see those negative sides of the rivalry, but a lot of positives there. What's the buzz like in the ballpark? I've I've heard stories that people will show up five, six hours before the game, put blankets down, and then come first pitch, it's standing room only. Is that just people talking to build up the rivalry, or is that really how it is, whether the game's at Jink Field or American Legion Park? It is definitely like that. Um, it You got to get there early to get a good seat, and... You know, it's it's one that brings out the whole crowd. Everybody comes, no matter what age you are. Um, it's it's an exciting night, and it's good to bring to both ballparks. <laughs> if you look at this rivalry, I mean, Jerry Rowling for Cascade, National Coach of the Year, Hall of Fame coach, and then you look at Tom Jink Jr., also a Hall of Fame coach, and you look at the traditions of both schools and how closely – they're located. Wow. What what great stories, what great memories have happened during this rivalry, which gets me into my next question where you're going to pick the winners. And I think I already know who you're going to go with. But what is your favorite memory from this series on the baseball aspect of it? So this is tough because like I I was trying to think of something that stood out amongst the other ones like other years and this is actually like the first time that we're in the same conference as Cascade in in a long time um with us being in the WAMAC before so bringing that excitement back that we're actually in the same conference but as far as like memories I had to reach into my husband's brain um, to talk to him about like something that he might remember. And he does remember this wouldn't have been like a season game. It would have been districts uh, to go to state cascade had, I'm going to probably tell the story wrong, had somebody on third and they ended up trying to do a squeeze, got out and it actually cost them the opportunity to go to skate state cascade and Beckman went went and ended up winning state that year. It was my husband's sophomore year of high school. So to him, like that was like a big deal. And I think like every year we always seem to meet them at that game right before state. And one of us ends up shutting down the other one. So I think that's where the rivalry just continued to grow and deepen even more than what it already has. So I'm sure there's other people that have much different memories from it. But I just remember going there even as like a young kid when I didn't even have like a sibling on the team. You just went to this series. So there's a lot of just memories of that. There is added excitement to the game with them both being in the same conference and then both being at the top of the conference. And you're right. You know, Cascade for a long time got a lot of flack because they would have these great seasons. They would win all these ball games and then they would always fall short of state. Well, you look at what Beckman has done and Beckman's tradition, a lot of times they would always meet in that sub-state final to to go to state. And you'd like to see as many teams from the area go, but when you have two great teams from the area playing, obviously they both can't go. Quick question before you pick your winners. Were you and your husband high school sweethearts or did that come later in life? <laughs> 
That definitely came later in life. Um, we are like five years apart. So he would have been a senior when I was in like seventh grade. We were at Beckman at the same time. But that would have been a little creepy. But no, we we definitely met later in life. But Beckman baseball runs deep in both of our blood. So that's 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 funny. And that's a great story. I was telling <laughs> I was telling my students on the last day of school, I, I said, you know, boys and girls, do not throw away these yearbooks. My wife and I were just cleaning out um, and we came across our yearbooks and we started to look through them. And this was 30, 40 years later, we're looking at these. And I said, my wife and I were in the same yearbook. I was an eighth grader at Resurrection and she was in kindergarten at Resurrection. <laughs> and we And they looked at me that, and I, I had to tell them that I did not date her when she was in kindergarten. I was in eighth grade. That came later in life. But let's get to our picks here. One thing I would like to say, at the start of the year, Cascade was trending up, winning a lot of baseball games. Last week, they hit a little bit of a slide. Beckman started the year trending down. They were on a slide. We know about multiple sport athletes missing some baseball games. And last week, Beckman had a great week and is trending up. So, Elise, I don't know if that's going to go with your picks, but who do you got and why? Are you going to go Cascade sweep and then you're not going to be able to leave your house in Dyersville all week <laughs> and will not be able to go to the game? Or are you going to pick a Beckman sweep or are you going to push and are you going to go with a split? As superstitious as I am, I am going to say it that Beckman will sweep Cascade this week. I have faith in them and I also do want to be able to walk outside my house <laughs> this week as well. But it is a true pick that I do think Beckman will sweep them this week. And if you had to pick or pinpoint one reason why you think they might sweep. Why do you think that is? What are you thinking? Because I know Cascade has um, Cooper Hummel on the mound, but he's a great pitcher. He's going to step up for the moment. And they have their catcher, Cade Roush, who has been phenomenal on the mound. And we know that Beckman's got Nate Offerman, who I'm not going to give anything away from his pitching stats, because we're going to play a game here in a little bit. But they also have Ron, I believe, Crone Loggy. And then they had Noah Bogey, great story from last week, making his first ever varsity start as a sophomore. And he was spinning that curveball all over the place and beat a very difficult Makokita team. So we know there's going to be some great pitching, but... What's your gut telling you? Who Maybe throw out some names. Who do you think might just step up to the occasion? Why do you think that you are picking them to sweep? Well, depending on who Mabe throws, I mean, I'm, I'm sure he's got some thoughts on what he's going to do with those games and maybe hold people off um, on the games we have earlier this week before that game so he has the right pitchers out there. But we also, I mean... We have uh, Sigworth and a couple other players who are hot on the bats right now, which help in our defense is getting better every week. So they'll all help there. I do. I'm not going to say who, but I think maybe like a younger uh, sophomore might step up this week too and, and get some hits. So 
I don't want to say who. I just have a vibe that one of the younger guys is going to step in this week offensively and get some get some hits. Last game of the week before we get into our trivia, and then we hit into that podcast killing double play. Will take place at Petrakis Park, home of the Golden Eagles, as number one ranked in 3A will play a conference doubleheader against Wallert, and it would be the Western Dubuque Bobcats against the Wallert Catholic Golden Eagles. Who you got and why? Are you going with a Wallert upset sweep? Are you going with a Western Dubuque sweep? Or are you going to go with the split? I am definitely going with all sweeps this week, apparently, because I'm going Western Dubuque is going to sweep the Eagles. I just think Western Dubuque's having a great year. They're coming off of uh, another great week last week. Um, their bats are hot. Their pitching's doing great. Their defense is doing great. And I think, like, all around, they're just going to be a really tough team to beat this year. So I'm going with Western Dubuque sweep. Keep track of your picks, Elise. We'll see how you're doing next week. Next week, we're actually going to break down your current win-loss record for the high, the high school season. I do not want to do that with my semi-pro because I, <laughs> I think I probably maybe have been right maybe 30% of the time. But a couple tidbits on Western Dubuque. They do have that deep pitching staff, and they are currently leading 3A in RBIs, which I think is a very valuable stat because if you're getting all those guys on base, you have to knock them in. I'll be right back, but first, let's hear from one of our great sponsors. Hello, this is Donna Hirsch with New Eagle Insurance, proud sponsor of the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast. New Eagle Insurance is an independent agency offering several carriers for home, auto, and recreational vehicles, as well as business insurance. This allows us to customize your coverages and offer a competitive premium. Let us step up to the plate and knock it out of the park. Call New Eagle Insurance today at 563-582-5834. Elise and I are now going to play a fun game. Play at home. I'm going to ask Elise some questions about some stat leaders in our area and see, just like Elise is doing right now in live time, if you can guess the leader. If Elise is not able to guess the leader, I will then break it down and give her some multiple choice questions. The players involved are only the area teams that I covered in our preseason preview which would be Hempstead, Wallert, Senior, Western Dubuque, Cascade, and Beckman. We're going to start off with an easy one, Elise. It is a yes or no question. Does Nate Offerman from Beckman still lead the area in wins? Yes or no? Yes. You are correct. He currently has five wins on the year. So here's my next question. My follow-up question, who is second in the area with a 4-0 record? Any guesses, or do you want me to give you your multiple-choice selection? I'll take multiple-choice. Jace Rundy from Hempstead, Ron Kronlogge from Beckman, 
Brandon Comer, freshman sensation from Waller, Tanner Anderson from Western Dubuque, or Ryan Klosterman from Western Dubuque? Uh, Ryan Klosterman from Western Dubuque. You are incorrect. Ryan Klosterman from Western Dubuque is three and one. Jace Rundy from Hempstead is three and zero. Oh. Ryan Kronlogi from Beckman is three and one. Brandon Comer from Wallard is two and zero. Oh. The correct answer was Tanner Anderson, sophomore from Western Dubuque. He is currently four and zero. Oh. Now I am glad that. We are starting to see some closers in the area. We have a lot of guys with some saves. Who leads the area in saves? Do you have a guess or would you like me to go multiple choice? Let's go multiple choice. Okay. Kurt Saunders Jr. from Hempstead. Caden Klein from Senior. Jake Schmidt from Beckman. Bryce Rudiger from Waller or Jack Walsh from Waller? I'm going to go with Kurt Sa- Sanders, Saunders from Hempstead. Is that right? Y- y- is he from Hempstead? That is correct. He is from Hempstead, but that is not the right. correct answer. Kurt Saunders Jr. from Hempstead has three saves. Caden Klein from Senior has two saves. Jake Schmidt from Beckman has three saves. Bryce Rudiger from Wallert has two saves, and the leader in the area is Jack Walsh from Wallert with six saves, which shows that Coach Tischer, a baseball analogy is if you have two closers, you really don't have a closer, but he's proving that wrong at Wallert with Bryce Rudiger with two on the leaderboard and then Jack Walsh with six as well. All right, who leads the area with the most innings pitched. Do you have an idea or would you like me to go multiple choice? Is it Nate Offerman? You are correct. Nate Offerman from Beckman leads the area with 30 innings pitched. His teammate, Ryan Kronlogge, and I hope I'm saying that right, from Beckman is at 28 innings pitched. And Bryce Rudiger from Waller is at third with 27 innings pitched. Now this next one, I put the cap at 14 innings because there are some guys that have thrown a third of an inning or have thrown two innings that have really low ERAs, but you can't judge an ERA by just a couple innings. 14 innings minimum, lowest ERA in the area. Do you have a guess or do you want me to go multiple choice? I know Nate Offerman's is like 0.7, but I don't know if anybody with less innings. So I'm going to go with Nate Offerman. You are correct again. It is Nate Offerman from Beckman and his ERA is 0.70. And he is not even giving up one earned run per ball game. Some of the other leaders on the board are John Willie from Senior. His ERA is 1.02. Brett Harris from Western Dubuque, 1.48. Jace Renicky from Cascade, 1.25. And Jack Walsh from Wallard is actually at second with 0.95. 
which area pitcher has the most strikeouts? Do you have a guess or would you like me to go multiple choice? I'll go multiple choice. Okay. You're not going to go with Nate Offerman again? I would guess him. I just want to, I want to check. I want to hear some names. Okay. <laughs> Bryce Rudiger from Waller, Cooper Hummel from Cascade, Isaac Thane from Western Dubuque, Nate Offerman from Beckman, or Connor Myers from Western Dubuque? I'm going to go Connor Myers from Western Dubuque. You should have gone with your gut. Only time this episode you did not go with your gut. It is Nate <laughs> Offerman from Beckman. Sorry, Nate. <laughs> 38 strikeouts. Here are the other guys on the leaderboard. Bryce Rudiger has 31 strikeouts. Cooper Hummel with 19. Isaac Thane with 32. And Connor Myers with 27. Last trivia question before we hit into that podcast killing double play. Again, we're going with a minimum of 14 innings, so every pitcher has had to have thrown at least 14 innings to be considered. Which pitcher are the opponents have the lowest batting average against? Do you have a guess, or do you want me to go multiple choice? I'll go Nate Offerman. <laughs> okay. You are not correct, which just kind of spoiled one of my multiple choice answers. But here we go. <laughs> Grant Gale from Hempstead, Nate Offerman from Beckman, Drew Tier from Beckman. Hope I'm saying that right. Cade Roush from Cascade, Connor Myers from Western Dubuque. Or Clayton Lindecker from Western Dubuque? It's Drew Thier. I'll just correct you on the name for next time. But Thank I'm going to go with um, Connor Myers from Western Dubuque on this one, maybe. And no? that is that is correct. So Grant Gale from Hempstead. People have a 1.91 batting average against him. Nate Offerman is in second at 1.49. Drew Thier from Beckman, opponents are hitting 167 off him. Cade Roush from Cascade is hitting, they're hitting 169 off him. Connor Myers from Western Dubuque, like we mentioned before, is the leader. They're hitting 147 off him. And his teammate Clayton Lindecker, opponents are hitting 188 off him. Elise, anything to add? Before I go to my sign-off. No, um, it's just this is a really exciting week in area baseball. I don't know if it gets much more exciting than all these teams playing against each other in these rivalry games. So I hope people are out getting out to the ballpark and supporting their home teams. Couldn't have said it better myself. If you do not follow or subscribe, find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast. If you haven't yet, please give us a five-star review and 643. We're out of here. Post-game show is brought to you by... Christ, I can't find it. The hell with it. Thank you for listening to the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast. Don't forget to stop by 
Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star review, and also subscribe on Spotify.